0: Hey friends, welcome to the Wabi Sabi podcast. This is episode number 133. Clearing the energy in the room. Today we're going to talk about some wellness and beauty and the routines that really work. But we all know that the inner work is where wellness really does start. So as much as I tout about philosophical shit on this podcast, I also know there's a flip side to my work. I'm aware um, that people look to me for skincare, beauty, wellness, makeup, hair, skin, nails, all of this shit. So we'll do a deep review today in what wellness truly is and beauty as well but knowing that true inner beauty is really the hot ticket to attracting all the bees because as they say the sweeter the honey the more bees that you will attract right now i'm currently getting ready for your do do we need the kazoo my today show segment next week i'm so excited it's been so long um i have done a deep dive into self-work like since i was last on the today show so who knows maybe you'll see a new version of candace (laughs) i'm also really excited to announce that um i am working with a group of writers including kevin McHale. Chana Ushkowitz and Austin McKenzie and we are writing some new show ideas right now including one that is already finished and if you or anyone that you work with is in production development or even acquisitions um, please keep us posted you know where to find me info at com. you can go to my website com, and also find The email on my contact page and hit us up. We are looking for a really great production company or production partner to get some shows off the ground. The last few networks that I worked with were HBO, HBO Max, um, Amazon Prime, and then before that, um, I was with the E Network forever. If you guys can remember when that was cool, (laughs) how things change so quickly. But I do think that Today Show is a great place to be when it's been 14 years since I've gotten started on the Today Show. Um, They work with the utmost integrity and respect, and they love their returning contributors like myself and writers, and I love them for it. So I've been thinking a lot lately on how to represent wellness and health, and we're going to do a special segment on smoothies and juices and mocktails and things of that nature. So I'm really excited to share with you um, three new recipes. They will be on the Today Show next week. That is Monday, the 28th of August. I will also have a wellness segment coming up in September that will also include some special faves of mine. I don't wanna say what they are yet, but products that I really love. And on the flip side of this, as we know, inward we need to do the work as much as the outward so i'm going to help you today on trying to like unfuck that part of your brain that thinks that you need to be doing what everyone else is doing you need to look how everyone else looks you need to speak how others speak you do not you do not i will repeat that again you do not have to do what everyone else is doing i on purpose did not color my hair for about ten years, and I think i 'm finally going to break the seal and I know that sounds like stupid and petty, but it 's actually not because behind this is a girl that had to penny pinch for ten years. I had um, really struggled with my finances over the last ten years, and one of the first things that I cut was doing all the fabulous things that women do <laughs> i mean if you 're in front of the camera, so I think These tiny little bits of self care are good. What I'm saying to myself is I've done okay financially. I've saved up a lot. I really want to feel new and fresh. And sometimes as my friends who are hairstylists, makeup artists, estheticians, even massage therapists or therapists, what they will tell you is when they see their clients happy and confident and feeling really good and shining from the inside out, that's what makes them do their artistry. So um, there's a great hair guy on my team named James Clater, and he works at Madison Reed. And he has always told me whenever you want to do your balayage, let me know. Like, I want to make sure that I set you up with somebody great. And it it's not like a paid thing. It's not a partnership or anything. It's just a friendship. And somebody that I love that I met through a great makeup artist named Eric who referred me to James and we've all had these blossoming relationships over the years so in a way I want to support his artistry and what his team does and you know why not I tell people how that they should juice and cleanse and eat and cook and cleanse the soul and the spirit so why not take my you know, this great hairstylist's advice on how to color. And if I don't like it, then I just go back to being, you know, a natural dark haired gal. (laughs) Anyways, it sounds so stupid, but I've been like afraid to do it for so long. I do like who I am. And I think it's important for us to like love ourselves first before we go out there and do all these things to the exterior So while I've done a lot of self-work and while I'm preparing to go back in front of the camera after, you know, it it has been a few years, I am going to tell you guys this. I am nervous. I get really anxious. I get really scared. For the majority of this year, I've actually been quite depressed because I haven't been in front of a camera. I assume this is normal for every public figure out there that they have like one or two years where there's just a lull in work. I often look to people like Conan O'Brien, who has fully revamped his career and who has taken his career by the reins and done something really glorious with it. He went from a writer at Saturday Night Live and The Simpsons to hosting his own show on Late Night, to hosting the ultimate Late Night show on NBC, to pivoting full on going to TBS And then now he has a show, hopefully, that will come out with HBO or Mac soon. And he's also got a great podcast called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. I often laugh when I think about him and his charisma and his candor. And you can often see in photos when he is shining and when he is happy, truly, from the inside out, as we've spoken about you can see this like twinkle and sparkle in his eye. And I know that sounds awfully cheesy, you guys, but it is so true. You cannot, the the eyes just cannot lie. You know, that's something I've often looked at with other individuals. Um, you can learn a lot about another individual just by looking deeply into their eyes. And I think it's important to look up to people that have been in the media or the public eye for a long period of time, who have often um, ridden the waves and often have found themselves in that ebb and flow in life. You think of public figures that we see every day that are out there doing what they love, but at the same time, it means that they suffered and they struggled and they went through the same lulls that you know, that I go through, which is depression and anxiety and a period of time where you may be afraid, you may be anxious, you may not have work, you may not have income, and you may be penny pinching, you know, and the first thing to go is the haircut or the hair coloring or the nails or the facials or just, you know, things that you see endless amounts of on magazine covers, like online, on social media, on YouTube. And I just don't want you all, especially ladies, I don't want you to think that you have to be a certain way in order to be worthy. You can tell when a woman is seeking validity and self-worth in constant attention seeking. And I think the only reason why I've grown over the last three years in particular is because I've done a lot of self-work, like a tremendous amount. I cannot tell you, well, I can tell you how I did it. I found stability in a partner that loved me regardless of who I was on my fucking craziest days, my kindest days, my softest days. And I also found stability in the things that I knew that I needed that were good for me that I did not have prior to that. I knew that it was good to have savings and to have financial stability. I knew that it was good to have a healthy partner, somebody who loved me regardless of if I was Candace or Candace Kumai. You know, I remembered vividly that a friend in Japan, when we were all done shooting... Once told me before, far before I had met him, I think you need to find a man that just loves Candace and not Candace Kumai. We all have this persona that we put out to the world every day and we pretend like we're fucking cool and we're boss and like we're, we're titanium, you know, like we're unstoppable. And you can only run that persona or facade for so long before you end up like hitting a wall or rock bottom or both um i mentioned in my book spirited multiple times that i had been a runner and what i mean by that is not a fucking jogger i mean that i ran from all my problems and i would jump a flight and i would virtually go from them not even kidding around i would go from like fiji to japan to australia and back and I would drink copious amounts of alcohol and just date like rigorously and I had a great time I'm not saying that any of that is shitty it's just like you can't do that forever I mean imagine being a runner and running away from your problems for the rest of your life because unfortunately or fortunately some people choose to do that I'm not here to judge at all I want you to also do the things that make you feel good. I'm not you, you're not me. We never will be the same person. And I think that everybody needs to come to terms with facing their own demons and figuring out what is it that makes you feel good. I also really found that my heart projects through loving on animals. So cats and dogs, and you know it could be any type of animal rescue. So when I put myself into... A community in new york of rescuers i found myself feeling a lot more self-worth because i was part of a community of people that really gave a shit about the same things that i did so i highly recommend finding stability in a partner if that's what you're looking for and if you're healthy and ready to be in a relationship you may not be ready we'll talk about that another day um i also want you to have the nest egg and the savings account i want you to feel really good about the money that you've saved up and the choices that you've made over the last few years if you are in a better place financially and again i want you to find a partner that can help propel you into a place where you feel so good about yourself that you can contribute to others with expecting nothing in return and that would be animal rescue for me I also notice that I communicate with my family who I've had a strenuous relationship with my whole life, mom, dad, and sister. And I, um, I use the cats as a segue to like speak to them through my own love language. So if cats can be a love language, that's mine for sure. Maybe yours is dogs. Maybe yours is humor. Maybe yours is, you know, you love giving gifts to people or giving compliments or maybe you are the type of person that likes physical touch. Um, I just want you to stay away from needing validation from other people to feel really good about yourself because that is a clout chasing dream that you will constantly be running after if you don't find validity and self-worth and confidence in yourself on your own with your own two feet standing i think you have it in you to find this place where you can feel really fucking good about yourself i am 41 i am not 28 i am not 32 i need you to remember that i'm light years ahead of you if you are younger than me and if you are older than me then you are far wiser than me and what the fuck do i know i'm just spewing something from some higher power that likes to speak through me bi-weekly or weekly I honestly have no idea what it is, but they're messages that I was told to bring to you. Whether we're on the same pages or not, I do think it's important for you to also know that I only speak from personal experience. So I'm never going to actually speak on a topic that is not in my wheelhouse or that I don't feel I'm well-versed in. So that's something that we on Wabi Sabi pride ourselves in is having integrity in what we do and only giving sound advice from life experience. Again, my experiences will not be yours. You might be in the Netherlands. You might be in Hong Kong. You might be all the way out in South Africa, Morocco, Japan, Canada, France, Poland. I, Brazil, (laughs) my cat's staring at me right now. He's like, what the fuck is my owner doing? Psycho bitch. (laughs) I wish I could show you guys a picture of him right now. It's so cute. He looks like a fucking Muppet. Um, so it's it's just interesting, though, because maybe when we look back at the beginning of the inception of Wabi Sabi 2 in 2015, maybe we can actually track the growth, too. Maybe it's the tone of voice. Maybe it's the confidence that I elude. I used to cry all the time on the podcast. I feel like I haven't really done that in a while, which is great. You know, I'm starting to get my bearings back up in New York again. I'm starting to feel really good about who I am and where I've gone. And even though there are days where I still feel like a loser and I don't feel good and I don't feel well and I don't feel beautiful, I will still do my damnedest to try to work out every day, to set the tone of my day with meditation and clear my mind And I will try to ask the universe or God or the angels, whoever is watching over me, I will always ask them, like, what can I do today? What do you want from me? How can I better serve? And at the end of the day, if you can say to yourself, what have I done today that has provided a service to others? Today, I worked on three different recipes for the Today Show. It is unpaid. I don't get paid to do any of this work or go on the show. I thoroughly enjoy it. It is like, what makes me tick in life is live TV. I can just crush it. It's like a incredible high and thrill for me to be able to do something so beautifully like an art craft, art, art craft um, in the arts. And it's people like Savannah and Hoda and Al and Dana and Craig and Jan- Janelle or Chanel, sorry, Chanel or um, darling Jenna Bush. It's, if I didn't mention her already, it's like watching all of them do their thing. And it's beautiful. Like very few people can go out there every day and stand in front of a camera and report the news so beautifully every single morning. I mean, these people wake up at like three or four and they do it again the next day. And they do it with abandon. And to see that type of integrity and in work is so rare. And so to be able to stand beside them for 14 years has been such an honor and a privilege. And here come the waterworks. I just said, oh, I haven't cried on this podcast in forever. <laughs> well, here I go. <laughs> on that note, let's go back to what we were talking about earlier. So, Um, I'll go through a a tiny bit of my beauty and wellness routine. Um, First, I'll go through things that you don't necessarily need. And then the second part will be what I actually do that I think works. And take notes on this if you'd like, but know that your path is going to be different, obviously, because you're different. And first of all, give yourself a good pat on the back for even listening to this or just brush the dirt off your shoulder because you're fucking boss for even listening to this podcast take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out a deep breath in and a deep breath out a deep breath in and a deep breath out out. you are about to enter the vortex of what not to do in beauty and wellness. Well, first of all, beauty is not about the exterior thing. So if you're going out there and doing some like heavy surgery or really um, unnecessary cosmetic procedures, like please keep in mind that you will only have one body and one face. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but maybe it is you. Please consider staying natural as as much as you possibly can because you can't take back anything on your face surgically and I think it's really scary that so many young girls um, and other like Asian countries are setting these like astronomical beauty standards everybody's getting the same face and it's it's strange you know I did not grow up feeling beautiful. I'm Polish and Japanese and I did not look like everybody I grew up with in San Diego. I thought I was the ugliest duckling because I was, you know, chunky until like sixth grade. And then I shot up like a beanpole and then got teased for being extremely thin because I had a growth spurt. And then I always got called horrible Asian slang, um, you know, terms and... I think if you were like me and you had immigrant parents, you also just felt like you just never belonged. So I think it's important for you to look at yourself in the mirror and learn to love yourself no matter where you come from. And if something makes you feel really good, sure, you can do it, absolutely. You don't even need to tell anybody you're doing it. You don't need to announce it to the world. You can keep your beauty routine very minor I do think it's very important, though, to know that you can't turn back the clock when it comes to these things, so be very careful. You do not need to be so hard on yourself and compare yourself to others. I think that there is a certain family that has been on TV for a while now that has really um not done a good job of setting a beautiful standard for women to look up to like when I think of a beautiful woman I think of like Lauren Hutton or you know maybe Jenny Shimizu or um you know these are models from a long time ago that just had beautiful like symmetry and They looked great, but I knew that I wasn't gonna look like them. And beauty standards were very different when I was growing up in the 90s and the 2000 era. I always thought that beauty was also an inside job. So I found the humor in Julia Child to be hilarious. And I found the rough edges, even around Martha Stewart being a little bit of a boss with an edge. I thought she was just marvelous and her beauty really came to me from within and I often thought my mother was the most beautiful person in the world and if she didn't look like a Barbie doll because she certainly didn't with her long beautiful black hair and her dark brown eyes and her olive skin tone she was often mistaken as a Native American in Arizona where my parents lived and where my sister was born um Even the natives thought she was native (laughs) and it was beautiful. I mean, that to me, Native American women are stunning. Japanese women, Indian women from Indian culture in in India. I mean, not Native American, but I'm saying all three, Asian, Native American, and and Indian. I always thought it's just beautiful. Middle Eastern, um, the dark hair, dark eyes, like just stunning And I think that we need to change beauty standards a little more away from this cookie-cutter, like, Barbie material. I don't think that blonde hair and blue-eyed is the only beauty standard. But yet in Western culture, we sadly are born to believe that that is beautiful. And in fact, horrible things have happened in our world by people believing that nonsense. It is beautiful. But it is not the only beauty standard that we should hold high. And lastly, I think we should give ourselves more credit. When I look back on photos of when I was young, I mean, some of the clothes I wore were terrible. And I was orange, you know, like an Oompa Loompa from the spray tan. And then I was like really, really tan from surfing and didn't wear much protection in the sun. So... (laughs) I really fucked myself up, but I learned from it. You know, like if you're like me and you're in your 40s or your 30s, you probably grew up doing the same shit that I did. Spray tanning, bronzing, using Hawaiian tropics, oiling your skin so you're getting ready to like bake to a crisp, wearing a thong out at the beach. Um, just, you know, going topless in Hawaii, smoking cloves all day, drinking wine coolers. Like these are things that we all did and we probably trashed the fuck out of our bodies. But at the same time, like you have to live life and let go a little bit. Don't hold on to these things that are like unattainable. Don't obsess over things. I mean, I'm one to talk, right? But (laughs) someone's telling me these messages and they are notes that I take on my own as well in private. I think that spending a lot of time in solitude is important for you to figure out a little bit more on what inner beauty really is. And when a woman is beautiful from the inside out, she may not fit every Western beauty standard out there, but she is beautiful. So I ask of you to look at women in a different light, somebody like an Angelica Houston or Um, you know, maybe it's not just, um, models and actresses. Like maybe there's a writer out there that you really love. Like I happen to think, um, that Cheryl Strayed is an amazing woman because of the writing that she does. I also know that she wrote the Dear Sugar column without exposing who she was as a person and kept it in confidence for many years. And I think she was such a beautiful person that people trusted innately without even knowing who she was. The inner beauty of a woman can also be measured by the deeds that they do that are behind closed doors, so we may never know who some of the biggest donors and helping hands are out in the world that give service to others, but I do commend those who do it without using it in a weaponizing manner. You will see that there are some people who like to donate their time to others to try to get some sort of you know um how do you say they want people to like see that they're good, doing good deeds and they want to see they want others to see them in this good light but in actuality i think the actions that you do every day like do you say hello to a homeless person on the street do you donate 5 bucks out of your pocket to them do you go and speak to you know the local volunteers at the church, do you spend time with others who may be in need? I mean, it's really important that you do things that are off the clock too and off of social media. Lastly, on the flip side of this, because I want to give you a bit of a yin and a yang approach to today's pod. I do think that we all know when you work in front of a camera or you're a public figure or you just want to feel your best that we do often look at external beauty. And in this instance, sure, there are things that we can all do. Like I was saying earlier about the hair color as an example, there are little things that we can do to feel better. So before I go on set, a lot of people ask me about what I do. I don't expose this very often, but I'll share it with you today. Um, I will make sure that I make an appointment with my esthetician We will do a really great facial with extractions. And we sometimes will do like a lactic acid peel or glycolic acid peel. I used to have horrible acne prone skin. So I make sure to get a facial um, before any of my big shoots. And I make sure to schedule it far enough in advance. So that if we do extractions that I don't have like scarring or anything. um, And if your esthetician does it right, that you will not scar in general and i think it is important for you to also you know make sure that you schedule time to get a massage if you can if you are able you can get a pedicure it'll make you feel better because there's a lot of pressure points on the foot and they help you to stay relaxed i mean there's a reason why reflexology is so popular it is the practice of, you know, foot massage and these acupuncture, like acupressure points on the foot, they release like feel-good chemicals. And I think getting a massage is not overindulgent if you work really hard and you have the cash to do it and that you need to breathe and relax and get better circulation through your body. Of course, a week or two leading up to any segment I always make sure to go to my bar method class. I will always try my best to keep the schedule going so that I go at least six days a week for roughly two weeks before any shoot. But, you know, somebody can call me tomorrow and ask me to be on set in three hours. So the point is, is to try to look and feel your best as much as possible so that you don't have to do a crazy or rigorous workout. I also think that Core Power has a great workout called Yoga Sculpt that I really enjoy if you guys wanna look that up. If you are on a budget, you can obviously take bar classes online at home and you can also just plain and simple go for a run and make sure you shower afterwards and get all of the sweat off so that when you do your say at home facial to also save money, um, you can use glycolic pads at home you can use, I really like Kate Somerville products and Cora Organics products, Damn Damn products, Shiseido products, um, loops, face masks. I mean, there are so many great products out there now. I probably will have to do a whole separate podcast on you guys regarding products or just interweave them into a lot of episodes here and there. But there's a lot of great at-home stuff that is, like, amazing right now for the skin. It will save you a lot of time and money. I'll also make sure to have collagen, um, every day for a couple weeks before my segment. I like to grow my nails out and I do them on my own because I am a chef by trade and we're not really supposed to have our nails done. Um, I also think in beauty standards, like, yeah, a lot of people get their nails done, but I don't always think it looks great. Sometimes when I see a woman with natural hair, skin, and nails, I think, She's even more beautiful than somebody who's been over manufactured and overdone. I also do think it is very important that you take care of your skin. So I exfoliate, shave, um, and make sure to exfoliate before you shave so you don't have any irritants. And then I make sure to body brush about two weeks before every segment. I drink a lot of cucumber watermelon and basil juice which I'll be making on the today show um and I also make sure to eat fruits and veggies that are in season for the two weeks leading up to the shoot or the show so these are all really important practices to implement when I'm getting ready to go on set I think lastly um like I was saying This will be one of the first times I will probably go and do color to my hair, which is kind of exciting. So I hope you get to see it on Monday, the 28th of August. And I think it's also really important um, that you hydrate as much as possible. So I drink lots of water leading up to my shoot segments. I only drink matcha. I have not had coffee in almost 10 years and I make sure to go to bed very early, so around eight o'clock to nine o'clock every night. It is important to get as much sleep as possible, to hydrate as much as possible. And it's also just important in general to be a really good person. I try to stay away from the sun for these two weeks. I try to make sure I sweat a little bit, so I do incorporate a couple of like cardio workouts in there. And there's a great cardio bar class at Bar Method And I genuinely believe that if you feel really good about yourself on the inside, it will reflect on the outside. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of tooth whitening in there as well. (laughs) There's all kinds of shit. And there's more, I'm sure, than that. But that's all I can remember right now. And I don't really want to list out all these stupid things that I do. But, yeah, I mean, it's important you look your best when you are reporting on wellness and beauty. It is really important, but it is not the end of the world if you skip a workout, if you, you know, eat a bunch of shit over the weekend. I mean, I seriously ate Cheez Its with like, I'm not even gonna get into it. I just ate a lot of shit the last few weeks and didn't give a fuck. And I, you know, it's like, who cares, dude? Who cares? You shouldn't feel like you're living under a microscope and you don't have to expose your life to everybody on social media all the time. Like I always say, button up a little bit. Keep it a little mysterious. And I also always want to stress to you guys that being a good person on the inside is so much more important and always will be. The sweeter the honey, the more the bees. So be an empathetic, kind, and compassionate person who practices grace and empathy. And above all things, kindness. 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 I have also really made an effort to not argue with family members or my partner, or, I mean, I rarely argue with friends, but it does happen. I am human. I've tried to get drama out of my life. That's totally unnecessary. And I'm considered quite the self-proclaimed drama queen, but I really don't see myself in that light anymore. And I think a lot of this just comes from doing the self-work. If you need like a full-fledged list on more of this self-work, it is in Kintsugi Wellness, one of my favorite books I've written, as well as Spirited on Audible. So you can listen to it. That's all I've got for this week, you guys. I want to give you a little bit more on beauty and wellness for real. So we're going to have to think about how we're going to get this out there. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's a download. Maybe it's a special podcast series. I also heard that a lot of you want more meditation so let me know if you would like to have more of those and if you'd be into it I started my broadcast channel on Instagram this week here we go if I told my mom about it she'd be like oh yeah Instagram you are always on your phone can you say I try to talk to you but you're on your phone she thinks I'm, like, seriously texting people all day when I'm actually working, like, emailing producers and directors or writers or, like, talking to them about a fucking juicer or something, you know, or what tea or protein powder or whatever it is that we need to have on set next week. It's really funny. I don't understand your generation always kind of, like, a need to show off to everyone, kind of putting everything out there. Me and your father, we like to be private, Okay? But I'm going to watch you on the Today Show. You look great. <laughs> she gets really mad if they change the date and she told all of her friends. And so we have to, like, protect it now. Because <laughs> in the news, the dates always change. We love you, Mom. It's not like she listens to this podcast, please. Also, don't forget to make a donation um, to Maui. I chose the Human Society as where I wanted to donate to. Um, So there is a humane society in Maui that is helping the cats and dogs um, and also the Blue Cross and the Salvation Army. Um, Do as much as you can to help others because it will come back to you like a boomerang or karma. And also sign up for the broadcast channel. It's free. It's really funny. I will always tell you guys how I'm feeling. I'm legit and real. And apparently you like this podcast because it's fucking real. Well, there must be a lot of fake fucking shitheads out there. So don't forget to give this pod a five-star review on Apple, number one, and number two on Spotify as well. You can also give it a review on Audible and on Stitcher or wherever you find your podcast every week. Don't forget that I have seven juicy books out right now. So if you buy one, it does support all of my endeavors, including this free self-service podcast which is free for you every single week unless i have shit going on all right have a great one i'll see you on the broadcast channel don't forget to root for your girl on the today show maybe write in the comments underneath my video on it it's always juicy to put comments in there and i see you guys i know who the fuck you are and for all of you who bought shit from shop.com last week, thank you. You are awesome. I saw you and I love you guys for it. It's amazing to see. That's the, T-H-E, matcha, M-A-T-C-H-A, shop, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. There's a lot of merch you can buy on there, like the Matcha Cleanse, the Matcha Masterclass, a bowl, a whisk, cookies, like matcha cookies. You can buy anything on there. Have a great week. I genuinely will be doing the self-work. I will be walking the walk as always. And I will be here for you on the broadcast channel and Instagram. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter on Flowdesk. And keep supporting your girl. Because Lord knows I can use the help. And I will always give it right back to you. Have a great week, you guys. こんばんは元気 and for right now